Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Downtime the Podcast. That's right. All your favorite video game content is now in audio form. We have a lot to talk about this episode, so let's just jump right into it. I'm your host, Billy Nuttle. I'm Hunter Hannon. Uh, you will have seen both of us from downtime, yep. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so this, I want to start off by saying, this is so weird. It really is weird. I feel like we're in a bomb shelter. We're in a room inside of a room so that it's soundproof. Uh, the audio facilities have been kind enough to gift us with their facilities for this podcast i it's it's oddly homey now that we've been in here for a while even before (laughs) we started recording (laughs) took us a second to figure it out we're here now though uh (laughs) so let's jump right into it Uh, how many times have i said that uh a couple times cool philip defranco (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm absolutely. So let's jump right into it. How was your summer? What did you do over the summer? I took a full semester's worth of classes, but I still had time for video games. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, thank God. You gave me a panic attack when you said a full semester of classes. Yeah. My <laughs> integrated core project for my business classes. Okay. Wow. Uh, so what did you have time for? What did you play over the summer? I played, I didn't play that much, but I started out when I first came back. I had like two weeks of the summer at the end of May after the spring semester, but I went back because I never finished the DLC for Spider-Man on PS4. Mm -hmm. So I went back, I think I completed the first one, and then I just sort of took a break because they were... There were more Spider-Man, definitely, but... Oh, for sure, but, but it, was exactly it was exactly more of the same. Exactly more Spider-Man. <laughs> like, it wasn't it wasn't sequel more, where it's like, we have all of these new mechanics to show you yeah. now. It's like the exact same gameplay, same abilities. I think they changed it up a little bit. They gave you some fights where you had to, like, beat people up before this timer ran out. Good luck. Yeah, or, was... like, make sure they don't fill the cement hole. <laughs> That was the worst one. That one was so stressful. That was so bad. It never stopped. It really did. I was like, how much cement is in this truck? I was like, there's so much. I don't... Mm -hmm. All these people. And then I thought, I was like, why not just throw the bad guys in the cement? Oh, for sure. And cement them there. (laughs) You're a superhero, so you can't let the mob bosses held hostage die. Uh, But any of the lackeys and henchmen, throw them in. That's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah, those were... (sighs) I don't know. I hated the missions where you were that little spider bot running around because I felt like that was just all of them towards the end. When you're trying to get like fine. I always like when they sort of try to swap up how the detective work goes. Yeah. Like in the Arkham series, whenever you went first person and you had to scan stuff or go through a timeline or whatever, like those were always super neat to watch visually. Uh, The spider bot was a little bit basic, but at least it wasn't too much. Yeah, I guess a lot of the cool things were, they had a lot of new enemy types, at least, that Mm. did some annoying things, like fly. (laughs) Mini gunners. 
oh my god, the minigun enemies. Yeah, the big guys are already just an annoyance because it's like, now mm-hmm. I gotta take out that big guy. But like now it's that big guy with a with huge a gun. Yeah. yeah. So now it's like, guess what? You need to dodge in some way, shape, or form or you are absolutely getting hit. Yep, it's basically like how the rockets are like OP in that game yep. already and then mm-hmm. just instantly, instant death. I played through the DLC. I enjoyed the story. It was a lot darker than the main game was. Yeah. Dealt with a lot of uh, sadder things happening. A lot of more more adult themes as well. Way more dramatic than the story, which is saying something, because the story was pretty dang dramatic. Yeah. And I know that because after I finished the DLC, I played through the main game again to do the... Uh, it was a New Game Plus playthrough as well as uh, highest difficulty. Oh, so yeah. I, I, I started mine. I got past the beginning bank fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I I don't know. I just it's haven't finished it yet. It's incredibly easy starting with every ability and weapon. That's that what you I have. was thinking. I was like, I was like I'm going to get annoyed with this as soon as I start it because it's going to be way too mm-hmm. hard. And then I was like, nope. actually, it's It's not. fine. <laughs> I blasted through it easily. I think I did a complete playthrough, which I didn't need to do. But I just did all the side quests again for some reason. I don't know. Some of the, this that game actually had pretty good side quests. There were some yeah. that were there were some interesting ones. Uh, then there are some weird ones like the pigeons. Yeah, that just felt like recycled like collectibles that were a little mm-hmm. bit different than the normal collectibles, yeah. but like not that different. The black cat stuff was all pretty cool. All of the like find out where the cat is. Oh and yeah, the camera. Yay. Woo. <laughs> Um, what else did you play? I played, I bought, on Black Friday, I bought Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. I played, like, pretty much, like, the opening, like, cutscene. How Every every type of those games, it's always, like, there's some huge set piece, like, plane crash that happens, and you're on this it. island. I love and the so, Uncharted series just for those. Yeah, so that happens, obviously, spoiler <laughs> alert, but oh. I got out of the plane, and then I just, I tossed that game off to the side, and I figured... Mm-hmm. You know what? This is a good time to play it. Mm-hmm. So I went through. Not only played it, I also played it again to get the uh, trophy for um, being on the most difficult level, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, getting the platinum trophy. Okay. Which that game, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, was pretty good. I think Rise of the Tomb Raider was a little bit better. I can't. Rise is the second one, right? Yes. It throws me off it because was the, the one second that was, one, yeah. the name Rise of the Tomb Raider, sounds like it should be the first of the reboot series, but it's not. Mm, no. They really not. want the Xbox route of naming things. Yeah, well, because the Rise of the Tomb Raider was Xbox exclu- uh, exclusive mm-hmm. for a year, Okay, I think, because I played it on my Xbox, actually. And that right there is what fully stopped me from playing the Tomb Raider series. Because by the time it came out on PlayStation, I'd completely forgotten. I know about I'm it. still always tempted because it's gone on sale a few times on PlayStation okay. for like ten bucks mm-hmm. or like twelve bucks. I was like, oh, that seems like it's worth it. And I've heard good things. The only bad thing I heard about the series is that it just didn't sell well because it wasn't really advertised well. Yeah, I feel like it just they tried to come out at the time where everybody's buying Call of Duty, everyone's mm-hmm. buying like they they kind of need to do their own thing. I think with those yeah. and to switch it up a bit That's but like fair. the one thing that i was really like not like every time i play a tomb raider game i'm like why isn't uncharted like this like the gameplay wise i love uncharted <laughs> i love uncharted too and i would argue that it's better but also there's like certain things that i'm like mm-hmm. but like the climbing is better in tomb raider and oh, really? stuff like that I, that's what i think okay. at least like because 
every time I, me and my one friend have an inside joke with Uncharted. We're like, oh God, Nate, no. Because <laughs> every time you, every time you accidentally jump off a cliff, because you, you, you're imagine... like, can I jump to there? You're like, I can definitely jump to there. And then you just fall. Can you imagine being in a voice recording studio and for 10 minutes, the director's just like, okay, we need you to uh, scream horrifically as if your friend had just jumped off a cliff. Into a, an abyss where you can't see the bottom at w- all. W- was it was it on purpose? No, it, uh, it was an accident. He was trying to jump to another ledge, just didn't make it. So, uh, go. God, Drake! No! <laughs> Nate, no! Oh. Nate! Oh, God! And then not even that. It's it's not even Sully, too. I think uh, Elena did the same thing. She's like, oh, Nate, no! <laughs> every non-Nathan Drake voice actor. <laughs> But oh you, god. But <laughs> Lara Croft is always by herself, so there's no one there to scream for her. Oh, that's sad. So did well, you provide sometimes, it yourself? Uh, oh, who's that guy? Jonah. Sometimes he's like Lara. <laughs> I don't know why I made him sound like an old 80-year-old man, but <laughs> he he does the same thing. Perfect. Perfect. You need that in the game. Yeah. I <laughs> um I I've played some video games too over the summer. Uh a lot of Overwatch. For those same. of you who watch Downtime the show, uh, I played Overwatch a lot, and that's not surprising. I also play Overwatch a lot. This is quickly going to turn into the Overwatch podcast it with me and Billy really on could, it. <laughs> if we're not careful. Yes. I want to bring up Overwatch because it is an online game. You need an internet connection to play it. And over the summer, uh, my family moved to a house that doesn't have a good internet connection. So there is a good few Oof. weeks... Where I wasn't playing Overwatch and I was missing it horribly. And it got to the point where my little sister Bobby was like, why don't you just use your phone data? Because we have unlimited phone data. And I did that and by Jove, it worked. And it was a stable connection. There was only like one or two nights over the entire summer where it would disconnect me randomly. And I... (laughs) Every time I played Overwatch, I would have to turn on cellular data hotspot on my phone... And I would have to connect my PlayStation through my phone. (laughs) And I'm shocked that I didn't get a notification that Verizon didn't just, like, storm down my door and be like, what have you been doing? (laughs) All of a sudden, every night, this guy's just using so much data. Where Where is is all of this going? (laughs) And I'm just like, here are the loot boxes I got. (laughs) We Winston's actually, a we, gargoyle. We actually played Overwatch a couple of times together. We did. We did. We played on the workshop mode. So yeah, we you you enlightened me. Some really <laughs> weird things. Uh, I was going to bring up the hero gauntlet, but that was an advertised mode of like every kill you move on to a different character. Yeah. Which is so much it's like fun. gun game. Oh, it's gun game. But for Overwatch, so like you're not swapping your weapon. You're swapping an entire, entire person. Yep. <laughs> And play style, it's great. Um, we also played one where you were Wrecking Ball, the like hamster rolling mech character. I was so bad at that. Uh, and it was golf, and you just sort of had to hit Wrecking Ball across the map. <laughs> I didn't understand like what we were doing at first, because I remember like I would finally get to the end, and I had so much, so many strokes, mm-hmm. or well, yeah. launches pretty much. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, no, that's all that that game is, is just sort of guessing. I saved one gameplay clip of I fell off the map, um, and it was in King's Row, final point. So it's the little under area with the two holes. 
and it's just me dangling from the ceiling. And I'm like, I how do I get out of this? this <laughs> and I surprisingly, I made the shot, but I bounced off a wall back into the same hole, and that's what killed me. <laughs> I couldn't save myself fast enough from that. I it think was very sad. Our favorite mode was the on a sleep dart <laughs> mode. <laughs> oh my goodness. There's okay. There is an internet joke uh, called teabagging. It's not mature or clever or smart in any way, shape, or form, but it's the internet, so regardless, it prevailed. Uh, basically, it's a form of mocking in Call of Duty when you kill a player where you then rapidly will crouch over the dead player body. And again, not mature. Nope. <laughs> Very dumb. Uh, but someone was able to rig up Overwatch so that by doing that action to a character, you did damage to the character. And they gave you a character who like incapacitates you so you can't move. So it's just a panic-inducing game of like run away so you don't fall asleep and then die. Yeah, <laughs> die by being crouched down. It was... <laughs> horrific though there was two different versions of that game mm -hmm. that we played the one i feel like i like the first one better where like each crouch did a little bit of damage so like you were <laughs> you had to crouch over and over to do the most damage You're just like crouching slowly over the course yeah. of 20 <laughs> seconds that's fine it's fine and then the other one was just instant death once one crouch went off oh god um other than overwatch though i played some just cause 4 Oh, nice. How familiar are you with that series? Uh, I played three, so okay. that was pretty fun. I liked fun. three better because uh, it didn't tangle uh, itself up too much. So Just Cause is a game where the story doesn't really matter, uh, but you are a Puerto Rican sort of volunteer. <laughs> Basically, you just like free enslaved countries and you're Puerto Rican and you get this awesome like wingsuit with grappling hooks and people quickly realized the story of this game doesn't matter. It's all just about blowing up the yeah, environment it's all about, and causing like, damage utility. and just sort of having fun. <laughs> uh, and there are a lot of things that you could do in 4 that were great ideas, but all of them were based in the tether system. So, like, where three had these mines that you could put on an object and it was like a jet booster, that was tied to the tethers in four. So, you couldn't do a jet booster without also tethering an object. So, like, it was freeing but limiting in uh, a weird way. I, every time I watched gameplay for that game, they, they were always like showing like the balloon tethers. Yeah. And then the balloons were uneventful for me, uh, those weren't too exciting, really. Yeah. It's just sort of a balloon. Like, oh, the bad guy's floating. How empty uh, is the map compared to what 3 was? Because I know you're supposed to, like, liberate those tiny villages and stuff, but, like, there's always so much, like, empty space. I know you have a lot of, like, mobility, but at the same time... That's the other thing. Just Cause 4 sort of turned into a slog for me. Oh. Because uh, Just Cause 3 took place on, like, an island nation. Yeah. So, like, everything was an island. There wasn't too much dead land that wasn't water. Like, water, you'd expect, oh, there's nothing in the water. Yeah. Um, but Just Cause 4 was one gigantic island. So you're just sort of gently oh, going from place to place to liberate it. And then even when you got to the city, there wasn't anything specific to do to liberate a town. 
Just Cause oh, 3 they, gave you a checklist of, yeah, like, like, this is what this you need statue, to destroy. destroy that. But Just Cause 4 had a system of, like, the more you destroy, the more you level up your army of chaos level. And the higher that is, the more uh, disposable troops you have to slowly make progress in the map. Okay. It was weird and not what I was used to. And uh, the biggest thing that scorned me about the game is that there is a trophy tied to the Army of Chaos to get it to the highest level, 14. Uh, And this was the last trophy I had for the game. So I thought, oh, similar to Spider-Man, if I do a New Game Plus thing, I'll start with all of my upgrades, and I'll start with my experience level, I'll start with my Army of Chaos level, and then I'll be able to destroy stuff from there. Everything... Uh, everything didn't reset except for the Army of Chaos level. Well, I that feel started like, me back at zero. Shouldn't it have popped up or something to say like, "Oh, when you start this, your Army of Chaos level is gonna go down"? Oh, that or something should have like shown that. up because it it's didn't. called New Game Plus. Like that, yep. everyone knows that as you you carry over your yeah, progress. Everything and else. Uh, that did not happen. So I was back at Army of Chaos Zero, and I had to destroy stuff, and finally I looked up a guide of, like, there's this one area where the enemies keep spawning, so you can just keep blowing them up. I kid you not, listeners and Hunter, there was one night where I was just in the, I think, top right corner of the map. There is some uh, floating base, water, canals throughout. It was... Four or five hours of me holding down the fire button on my controller, holding down right trigger in a boat, and just aiming around with the right thumbstick to other boats and blowing up boats. It was just five hours of me <laughs> blowing up boats. You should just rubber banded your controller. Uh, you couldn't because you oh, had yeah, to aim at the boats. I rubber banded my controller for uh, the Rocket League trophy for traveling. A certain distance. That's really funny. This is a bit of a side tangent. Um, For Achievement Hunter, I don't know if you've heard about them. They're internet creators. I know them. They do uh, (laughs) these Let's Play Live experiences where they do a lot of live gameplay in front of an audience. Um, But some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff is, like, it takes a long time to load in and set up Grand Theft Auto. So what they did to sort of counteract that was they would log in before the show but if you didn't move your character uh if you didn't interact with the game at all it would boot you out so behind the scenes they had six permanent setups of grand theft auto where each of their characters were just permanently walking in a circle because they rubber banded the control sticks together to constantly move them. <laughs> and it's like, okay, this is uh, for an hour into the show. Just don't touch it. It'll be fine. It's better than re-logging in and waiting a half hour for Rockstar servers to load. I love that story so much. I played a little bit of Grand Theft Auto Five mm-hmm. over the summer, too. Nice. I realized I changed my name on PlayStation... And I was worried that it was going to delete all my progress on there, but it okay, didn't. It just good. made me like log into the rocks. Like it, it took forever to get into like an online game for some okay. reason. It like kept taking me to things. It's like, oh, uh, we can't connect to the servers right now. And then I was like, oh, oh no, I'm gonna have to redo a character. But then like I went to go. I was like, finally, I'm gonna have to break down and redo. Mm-hmm. 
everything. But then I went in and I see my guy there and I was like, oh, okay. So I just went right in and then it worked like normal. And I was like, why did it take me like an hour to do this? Did the problem persist? No. Okay, that's good. That's good, but it was just weird. I don't know. Uh, That is another great thing that happened, I think, end of last semester, beginning of the summer, is PlayStation let you change your names. Yes. I was once formerly Bilbo Yolo Swagger. If you look at any of the bargain bin segments that take place on PlayStation, that's the name that's there. It's not that anymore, thank God. (laughs) I used to be Shy Guy 45. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of cute. Shy Guy's It was, but... It was just dumb. I it's don't know why. It's weird on a I Sony didn't. console. Yeah, I feel like I was just younger, mm-hmm. so I was oh, like, "Oh, sure. I'll just, I'll just be shy guy." Uh, if you want to find me, I'm now Billy the Nut, which I'll explain this. Uh, Billy the Kid is a famous pirate, and they spell uh, it's spelt K I D D. My last name is Nuttall N U T T A L L, so I go with Billy the Nut N U T T. Ah. And that's sort of the logic behind it, and I like it, and it's unique to me, and I have it on everything. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. It's not on my Facebook. There you go. Mine is Misunderstood. I love <laughs> that so much. Which is my so favorite much. thing ever. I came up with it. I was so. I came up with that in high school, mm-hmm. and because we like did senior shirts, and like we put like a, a weird name on the back, but Misunderstood was too long to put on there. <sighs> Dang. It was also too long for me to make my my Blizzard account too. Mm-hmm. I couldn't oh, make that either. Okay. Um, I think also my Nintendo for my Switch, my whatever my name is. I think I <laughs> I made that one Shy Guy Forty Five. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking though of uh, Switch and Blizzard, ooh, uh, announced formally yesterday. We've known about it for a week, and I've theorized it for a few months. Overwatch is finally coming to the Nintendo Switch, the last major console to not have the game. Uh, And I'm buying it for a third time. How about you, Hunter? I will probably buy it. (laughs) Uh, It's going to cost, I think, $40 is what they said, which is not bad. I just sort of wish, the only thing is, because I started playing on PC recently, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish I had my skins. Yeah, I wish that skins would cross over as well. I was sad to learn that when I bought the PC version. Um, oh, man, I just had a heart attack because the computer monitor went to sleep. We're and I was good. like, no. We're good. It's fine. Um, but, yeah, I wish that there's a way to transfer over skins. I understand why Golden Guns don't oh, transfer yeah. over because those expect... are based on skill. Yeah, I wouldn't so, expect like... Golden Guns or even, like, your, your rank in competitive mm-hmm. to carry over. Yeah, no, not at all. Because playing on a different console is, I'm sure, an entirely new battlefield. Because I thought when I, because you can link your Blizzard account to like your the mm-hmm. Overwatch account on PlayStation, yep. and I thought that would like give me uh, the skins on PC. Nope, nope, it did not. You do not get those skins. Sorry. Uh, also, all of the exclusive items that you got from limited events, don't get those on the new version you get, which is kind of sad. I'm curious to see, they showed a little bit of gameplay, and they were like, new ways to play, and you can control- Motion controls. Yeah, motion controls. Motion controls for Overwatch is- Is it motion controls for everything, or- I I have a theory. I mean, obviously, there's going to be ways to control it where, like, I'm sure you can turn off motion controls, but I kind of am wondering- how useful it will be because there are people who play uh, Splatoon, the other famous shooter on the Switch right now, uh, where it's sort of a hybrid version of classic controls plus motion controls. 
And what a lot of people do is they will mainly aim with the thumbsticks, traditionally, as you would with a controller. And then for the tiny slight adjustments you need uh. to make, they move the controller ever so little. Um, so I'm wondering like how well that would work for Overwatch. I'm not sure because I saw in the trailer like controlling like a junk rat tire. Yeah, was, and I was like, okay, that seems like maybe because like you're wildly like going around trying to find someone to blow up. But I think my favorite uh, couple second clip in there is they have Wrecking Ball, the character that transforms into a ball, and they connect to the center point, and then they just show the entire Switch console like Turning, twisting yeah. around as Wrecking Ball just swings around and around the point, and I'm like. That seems like a nightmare. I'm just and imagining, like, because it also showed Widowmaker. I'm just imagining, like, mm-hmm. Widowmaker mains on Switch, just like <laughs> violently, just in like, a wheelchair, aiming. Yeah. Violently spinning around. <laughs> so oh, I God. played um, Uncharted Golden Abyss on Vita. Mm-hmm. That also had, it had a. Uh, motion controls for aiming your gun and i remember using those just to see like mm-hmm. what it was like and it honestly was pretty it was pretty precise oh, i that's good so i'm wondering it might actually not be a bad mm-hmm. idea uh did golden abyss also have sully screaming out every time yes. nathan drake mm-hmm. accidentally died oh god nate no nate, no <laughs> cool awesome <laughs> you need that in an uncharted yeah. game uh they announced some other stuff at the nintendo direct as well banjo Banjo-Kazooie is now playable in Smash Brothers, and he has one move that's a little bit insane. He has a side B dash attack where he turns invincible and just charges towards the enemy, and they said that it blocks most moves. I don't think I've found a move yet that stops it. Like, I was playing last night in... I stream now. I was on a live stream... I was playing banjo with a friend, and we were just sort of testing all of the insane moves. Uh, we tried Little Max KO Punch, and Banjo Kazooie went straight through it, took no damage, did not fly away, was unaffected. Uh, Little Mac wasn't hit either because he gained some invincibility with that. But it's like it's insane. The banjo because banjo and Kazooie just can't get hurt. They can't get hurt in that move, and you can only use it five times per life. Oh, there's a, a limit? They put a limit on it. <laughs> You're like, you can dash five times. After that, you just sort of trip and fall. Sorry. And it, it's so weird that they put that limitation on it, and it's so weird that they made it so overpowered. Like, I don't get that move specifically. The character, otherwise, is pretty fun. He's sort of like a... It feels like a mini Donkey Kong. He has some heft to him. Oh, I don't really play fighting games. I should... Mm -hmm. I don't have Smash or Switch yet. I would go to the Smash Weekly tournaments here on campus, and I would lose in my first set every week. Uh, But they're a good group of guys. I enjoy going there all the time. Shout out. Maybe someone could teach me. I don't I don't know if I want to learn though. <laughs> That's the thing. I know enough to hold my own. I can be decent. Yeah, yeah, I remember all I ever do when I play Smash is be Kirby and turn into a rock on people's heads. That's a fun That's move. all I do. I like how they uh they change up what kind of rock Kirby can turn into. So like oh, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's Thwomp. Sometimes it's a treasure chest from Legend of Zelda. Why not? Nintendo. Yay. Oh, that was like over the summer. My six-year-old nephew, he wanted to play um, 
Smash Bros on my Wii, and I was mm-hmm. like, I barely played my wow. Wii. I was like, okay, let's let's oh play it. What did that feel like? He okay, he's six, so he would just stand there and like mm-hmm. like mash like the the same button and just hit me over and over again, nice. and like I could not do anything. So I was like, I'm not a very skilled. Oh, no. So one time, since he also doesn't know, I like switched myself to an AI and put it on the highest difficulty and then just sat there hitting buttons <laughs> to see because he was like wow you're doing really good or something like that and i was like yep and i was like oh i don't even know how to play this <laughs> hunter i feel like you've mixed up the story typically what you do with a little kid is you play the game and you give them a computer player and you don't tell them that they're not controlling the character <laughs> you did the opposite so that you would look good at a yeah. video game in front of a six-year-old? Yes. Six-year-old, yep. Hunter, you lied to a six-year-old hey, to make yourself look more impressive. I really didn't want to play. I think that's why. I, I okay, just I just fair. sat there. Well, well, no, it was, I think originally it was an accident, and I don't know how to control that game. So I was like, okay. I really don't know how to go back without completely exiting out of this game. There we go. Uh, and you helped me host a video yes, game and television I, show? and I don't know how to work there Smash Bros. Brawl on Perfect. a Wii. Nice. That's, uh, that's, that's some You heard it here news. first. <laughs> I had no idea Hunter is now fired. Uh, the other thing that I've started doing... I'm playing through the Batman Arkham series again because I, those games are so good. I've been meaning to. Uh, it's fantastic. I'm trying to do a. I'm trying to clear out all of the trophies because uh, I had some stragglers, some weird things I never did, some that are based in like doing a second playthrough. Which after I finish a game, I feel done with it for a while, so I just never really go back. Um. So I'm doing a second playthrough, and I'm noticing some super weird things. Uh, For hard difficulty in Batman Arkham Asylum, they take away a notification that it gives you that allows you to counter an enemy attacking you. Oh. Like, typically, they'll put some, like, lightning bolts around his head, and it's like, hit triangle, otherwise this guy's gonna punch you, so counterattack him. Um, they get rid of that, so you just sort of need to base it off of when someone's running up to you, which is sort of weird. Not too bad, though. Um, and then in Arkham City and Arkham Knight, hard difficulty doesn't do that. It does give you the counter, but the trophy requires a New Game Plus playthrough, and whenever you play on New Game Plus, that's what gets rid of the counter. Oh, so I'm now forced into New Game Plus playthroughs where I still don't have the counter, which I'm used to. But interestingly enough, all of the side quests um, reset, so you still have to go through them, with the exception of all of the Riddler trophies. Uh, so I started an Arkham City playthrough. So it resets and, your Riddler trophies? Yep, all uh. the neon green paint, all of the neon green lights, all of the green pressure plates, all the trophies everywhere are gone, dark, and collected. And it is so weird not seeing those, like, what, 238 Riddler trophies scattered everywhere? It's so weird not seeing that. And then interestingly enough, you can still play through the actual mission parts of his side quest. Like, Uh it's still like, hey, I stole this one doctor from you. Uh, Come solve my riddle because I'm the Riddler and then you'll free him or whatever. So it's weird. It's just sort of weird. 
Yeah. Yeah. I I have been meaning to go back and play those games. Mm-hmm. I played through um Asylum and City on PlayStation Now, which mm-hmm. was actually it wasn't bad. It mm-hmm. played fine. And then I played uh, Arkham Knight because it was like it was on sale for like seven dollars. It's always on sale. I think it's free right now. It is free right now. I picked the weirdest the most perfect timing for this playthrough because I just finished Arkham Asylum and then it was like, wow, it's the tenth anniversary of Arkham Asylum coming out and I'm like, oh, Okay, wow. And then like three days later, PlayStation announced Arkham Knight's free if you have uh, PSN, so get it. And I'm like, wow, this is this is great for me. Okay. I've been getting mad because every single time they got like a good AAA game, I already have it. Yeah. <laughs> That's free. Yeah. And I'm like, no. Why can't you get a good AAA game that I don't have yet? Yeah, why what don't you look be? at me and <laughs> look at my, uh, I don't know. Huh. I'm I'm trying to think of a AAA game. Now that I, I like strategic. Yeah, I strategically like try to look at some games that I'm like, okay, I don't need to play that mm-hmm. right now. Maybe that'll be free later on. <laughs> I've been pretty good at cutting my video game spending back because you know college life. Yes, uh, I've done a pretty good job of. <laughs> we talk about cutting that back, and then we're like Overwatch third time. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, within reason, if it's yeah, uh, Overwatch, yeah, I'm selling uh, yes. my goddamn soul. <laughs> I will do anything to play Overwatch five more times in my life. Like, love that game to death. Um, but yeah, no, I've done a good job of like cutting back my spending on video games, budgeting, all that, financial, whatever. Um, and now I'm just sort of in this semester where I'm in trouble because we have Luigi's Mansion 3 coming out, which I'm hyped for. We have Borderlands 3 coming out within a week, which I'm super excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, September 13th, September 10th, one of those two. Oh, me and my friends have been playing Borderlands 2 over the summer. That's another game. Guess what? You guys can play 3 within a week. <laughs> I don't think I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Borderlands, but we'll. S- I enjoyed. I played the pre sequel, and I had a pretty fun time. Even though a lot of people say that that one's not the best in the series, so I'm like, oh, how much would I enjoy one of the good ones? Yeah, believe it or not, I really liked. <laughs> I liked Tales from the Borderlands, the Telltale Perfect. game. Yeah, it was funny. That game is super good. R.I.P. Telltale. All of Tales from the Borderlands is fantastic. Yeah. We've talked about it on downtime before. I don't know if it was cut out or not. Um, uh, you didn't. Talk I about it. was probably that was, not there. That was before <laughs> your time. That was me and Jeff. We talked about it. Um, but yeah, no tales from the Borderlands is great. I've always loved the uh, style and sense of humor that that game had about itself. It's always so quotable, and even back in the earlier days of internet video game culture, it like it did a lot to kickstart a zany sort of meme culture which is super weird and it's going to be insane seeing this game come back after so long and seeing if the sense of humor still like holds up to what it once was or if we now see it as like oh this is just referencing stuff okay you know what i mean yeah um yeah beyond that we have what else is coming out before the end of the year death stranding is november isn't it yeah i'm Still confused on what that game is, but I'm excited to play it. I don't think anyone knows. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That's like the funniest and like weirdest <laughs> thing about it is because mm-hmm. like Sony and Kojima are just like, people probably don't know what this is, but... Yeah. They could show us no trailer, no gameplay footage, and just put Hideo Kojima's name on a box in a store, 
and people would buy it knowing literally nothing about the yeah, game. Yeah, the funny thing is that even I know that, and I only played a mm-hmm. little bit of Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, like, I think. I've never played any of the Metal Gear series. I think Metal Gear Solid Five is a game I got for free. And I then got I just it. Haven't yeah, touched when it. I bought the graphics card for my PC, mm-hmm. it, it like gave you a game for ninety nine cents, oh, wow. and I was like, well, I'll, nice. I picked that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it's so weird watching how the internet then just sort of revolves around whatever he puts out for a week. Yeah, because so many people just immediately, uh focus on that or play that and then talk about that for so long that's how metal gear solid 5 was that's how most of the series is a lot of his work is just still talked about yeah because i like even uh when pt that yeah. playable uh teaser trailer whatever you want to say when that yep. came out i just i like knew i was like oh well this guy he makes he mm-hmm. makes these good games so I'm, sure. I'm gonna play this that thing was a phenomenon so much so that I when remember, they I, stopped, I was so surprised that I saw. I think it was on uh, Teens React <laughs> when <laughs> when they made them play it. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that is they wanted all of them to get through. So there was yeah, they uh, gave them a cheat sheet. They with gave all, them like, a the cheat Easter sheet eggs. for this one part of the game because the solution is something along the lines of like take three steps forward turn around stare down for eight seconds you'll hear the sound of wind then you know it's safe to continue or it's something like that yeah that's i was like uh i just walked in circles for like (laughs) until that monster showed up and was like "Ah." it's like oh okay what oh god that thing was such a phenomenon that when they stopped offering it in stores people were selling their playstation systems i'm so mad i deleted mine because uh they started selling their PlayStation systems on eBay because you couldn't download it. Yeah. It was a free demo offered for a game that didn't wind up happening because it was at the tail end of Kojima working for the company Konami. Uh, there's a massive falling out. We still don't really know what happened, um, but Konami, as a part of that, they took down PT. It's not available for download anymore. Uh, they ended the Silent Hill game that it was supposed to turn into, and Kojima just sort of, we didn't see him publicly for like a year. Yeah, and then he just pops up like, and then I'm making a new game with and, a new studio. Yeah, now he's making <laughs> Death Stranding for Sony. I remember when he went on a road trip with Mark Cerny, the lead system architect for the PS4. He pops mm-hmm. up, he made Knack. <laughs> my, Knack. Fav- my favorite game. What? Did he make Knack 2? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I hope he makes Knack 3. Ooh, it's going to be my favorite. Do you favorite. actually hope? I honestly do. Wow. Partly for the meme, but also because 2 wasn't bad at all. Oh, like, really? The, it was wasn't. one bad? Well. <laughs> You're the only person I've ever heard talk about Knack, so I need what? to ask you Knack all is of amazing. these questions. <laughs> well, I hear other people talk about Knack, but it's mostly them making fun of Knack. I liked the nostalgia that that game gave me because it, it felt like playing like uh, like a Spyro game or like oh okay uh, it f- felt like it's definitely not mm-hmm. I guess it's not comparable but like they did some interesting things like there was a bunch of different enemy types in it hmm. there was uh, well the first one I think it was just like it had too basic of a move set for like way too long of a campaign okay. okay that's those were my biggest problems with it the second one sort of solved that with like a lot more. Uh, like a huge, like a bigger upgrade tree for like different moves and stuff. It actually was pretty like complicated, mm-hmm. but um, it also still it just had. I don't want to play a twelve hour campaign for Knack. 
Like, that is longer than, like, the first Uncharted game. <laughs> oh, God. How long is the first Uncharted game? I think it's, like, 10 hours or so. I've always thought all of them were around, like, 20. Is the first one not? I don't... I think it depends how you play them, but I okay. just remember they were... Because when they were advertising Uncharted Lost Legacy, like, the mm-hmm. the standalone DLC for Uncharted 4, yeah. they were like, oh, this is, like, a bigger game than Uncharted 1. Oh, really? Yeah. I never realized that. I didn't either until I played it. It's insane to think that that was just supposed to be like a few bonus chapters DLC. Yeah, and it I remember. turned into like half of a full Uncharted game. Yeah, I remember they were like teasing some stuff. They're like, oh, we're going to have like uh, some DLC coming out. And then like you didn't hear anything. And then all of a sudden at E3, they were like, oh, it's going to take a while because we made a whole new game. Yeah, we, have, <laughs> we accidentally made an entire new game and it's in a disc and uh you're not paying full sixty dollars for it but it's worth like 30 yeah, 40 it took now, them like an extra so... year to make that now it's good it's good I it was super it. good i enjoyed it you know what else has a surprisingly short campaign what going back to the arkham series arkham asylum is a short game yeah, I didn't realize that game was going to be like that when I first played it. You're just on, mm-hmm. you're just in the asylum. It's like, a that's, small game. Yeah. It's a short game. Like, you look out and you can see a third of the map from where you stand, which is insane today in the days of, like, Breath of the Wild. If you can see it in the distance, you can go there if you want. Whatever you set your little heart <laughs> towards, Link. Um, but I look up how long to beat is a wonderful website whenever you're trying to plan out oh, how much yeah. time you need. I normally look that up for how long does it take to get the platinum trophy? <laughs> yeah, they they have like they have just story, story and side quests, and then completion. Yeah. Um, and the first Arkham Asylum is flat out I think ten or eleven hours if you're only playing the story, and it's like fifteen for a completion because the only side quest really is the Riddler trophies. Like it, it's just, it's just in a ten-hour story, which is incredibly short it's for like, a video game yeah, that's now so it's, beloved. Yeah, it's pretty much. I would say for story-driven, like third-person, like action games. Now, uh, I'm thinking of like God of War. Like that takes close to forty hours to beat. God of War was fantastic. Yes, I, I want to play know. it again, but I gave it to my brother, and I don't think he's even started playing it yet. I. I'm okay with where I left God of War. I'm good waiting for what's coming next because my playthrough of God of War, I platinumed it. I did everything. I fought the Valkyrie. I got all the important collectibles. I completed God of War. I killed all of the Odin Raven Watchers, which was a pretty cute idea for a collectible. Yeah. Like that game was so much fun and I just got so into it for a certain amount of time. Ah, it's it's a masterpiece, really. Yeah, it really is. I... Even though the in, uh, the inclusion of those two different like realms that were like mm-hmm. the one fog realm yep. with uh, I don't even know how to explain uh, that it it's was, like a, a okay so gauntlet it's, type thing where you run in and you only got a certain amount of time. It's a maze, yeah, and it constantly changes. It's not really maze; it's like a square path, mm-hmm. and the hallways swap out. Uh, and the goal of it is you're supposed to kill the enemies. And go through the maze, avoid the dangerous traps, and you're collecting uh, the type of currency that only existed in that realm, the Mist Echoes. Oh, okay, that's what they were called. Uh, So you do that, collect as much as you can, and whenever you exit the maze, you've banked that. That's like, okay, you permanently have these Mist Echoes. But if you stay in the maze for too long, uh, then the maze starts to hurt you because it's a poison fog. Or if you die in the maze, you lose all of the Mist Echoes that you've collected for that run-through. 
which is a big deal when you're me and you just did your full complete lap <laughs> of the maze and then you're in your final fight with like two enemies remaining and you do one of the kill moves where you pick up a small guy and you run forward with him and I didn't know that no. that's the move it was going to make me do so I run into a move where or I use the move to run into a hallway where the walls close in on you and I know I'm there. So I'm waiting for this like automatic fight cutscene thing to end. And the second it does, I like immediately turn around and I'm like, get out, get out, get out. But it's already too late. And I'm just immediately crushed by a wall. The second I gain control again and I've lost like all, I think I had 10,000 missed echoes from that run through. (laughs) I got so much and lost all of it. And then I saved it to my PlayStation Capture. So I, now I can go back there. I can watch the clip and be like, oh, yeah, I was super pissed when that happened. Great. <laughs> now that you talk about it, I'm, I'm wondering, does God of War have uh, that same feature? Does does Atreus ever go, Dad, no, <laughs> Oh, when you die? that I think that kind of sounds familiar. That sounds about right. It gets weird because whenever... Um, Whenever you die, if you had a certain item, it would just sort of slow down the world. So any animations or voice clips would also get slowed down. And it was like, if you hit this button, then Atreus uses a resurrection stone and brings you back. Yeah. So I think whenever it does that, then you don't get anything. But I think Atreus does yell for you. Yeah, because he yells a lot during combat, so he would have had to say something when you die. Right? Yeah, that feels right. I'm going to have to... Look that up. Coincidentally, by the way, God of War is another game that went through what Uncharted did for the DLC. We were supposed to get, I think, the Ragnarok storyline as paid DLC, but then they were like, well, we realize we can just make this big enough to be the full second game. And so now that's on the way, and nice. I'm so excited for it. I know. that's. I'm getting curious to see like we had all these big games that mm-hmm. uh, like especially because we're we're playstation players so like all yeah. these all these exclusive games that we got in like in the past couple of years like they take a while to make and i'm just like wondering what's gonna be launching with the next playstation that's supposed to be getting announced february mm-hmm. we hit such a weird moment um where we had so many wonderful, great exclusives that were, like, filling up E3. We had uh, Sekiro, Shadows, Die Twice. We had Spider-Man. We had God of War. Like, they came out, boom, 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 one right after the other. And then I think Sony didn't have anything far enough along in development to get us hyped. And now they're like... So they just skipped E3 in June, and they're like, we won't have a press conference. And everyone's like, are they doing what EA did? Because EA just has a press conference across the street yeah. from E3, so it's not a part of E3, but it's the same time, and it's a part of E3. And people thought, like, oh, was Sony going to do that? No, Sony just didn't do anything. They didn't announce anything. They didn't have they didn't trailers do their to get new, people uh, Their whole state of play, like, Nintendo mm-hmm. Direct-esque style of no, video they, either. we got no news from Sony at all. But I also, I sort of understand that because, like, if you think about it, what were they going to do? Show... Last of Us 2 again, show, uh, what is it, Ghost of Tsushima again, the Ghost Sucker of- Punch game. Oh, okay. And uh, what else is left? Oh, Death Stranding too, but I think mm-hmm. they just showed something at Gamescom. I don't know if they were there, but like that trailer dropped at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I think, I think Death Stranding was probably there. Um, But yeah, I feel like 
this first episode was a little bit rambly, but I think that's good. That's like uh, the listeners sort of learning who we are, learning our yeah. taste, what we play. Um, Hunter, do you have anything you want to add to the listeners? Knack 2 is good. <laughs> <laughs> the the two takeaways from this episode is, uh, one, Knack 2, great game, apparently. <laughs> and two, uh, the image of the voice actor for Scully screaming, Oh, God, Nate! Nate, no! In 20 different forms for, I hope, an hour in a vocal booth. I... I wit I yeah, I, I really, really hope so. <laughs> I hope he looks forward to that day too when he's like, Oh, it's such a shame we're not filming any more of those because I got more. I got I oh, got God. He keeps a list. <laughs> he like prepares for the next Uncharted sequel is like I have five new variations I wonder if he, of like, how I can scream bloody murder about Nathan Drake killing himself. I wonder if he takes like a worldly possession to like a cliff and just drops <laughs> it to get into like the character. <laughs> He like he loses uh, his dad's pocket knife that was gifted to him from the will, and is like, "Oh no!" He's like, "Yep, that's good." Writes it down. Uh, but anyways, that's gonna end it for this week. We're hoping to make this podcast a weekly thing. Uh, we will know in a week if that's possible. So thanks for listening, and hopefully you can spend some more of your downtime with us. <laughs> <laughs>